it seems like everyone has been talking about Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey's relationship lately and offering up their opinion. Well, I'm super excited for them, and I'm hoping they'll cultivate a loving long-term relationship. And so today, my periodic co-host and son, Cooper, and I are going to chat about why I think they will. Welcome to the Great Sex Podcast. I'm Dr. Heather England, and I'm a licensed professional counselor, a certified sex therapist, and a relationship expert. Join me for candid conversations that address the types of things you're curious about. I want to empower you to create the life you truly want. Well, hey, Cooper. It's so great to be back with you again for another podcast. So happy to be back as well. Mom, you look lovely. I love your sweatshirt or sweater, whatever it is. Thank you. It's my love-filled life sweatshirt. Thanks for that plug. Oh, you've got yours on too. Awesome. Yeah, my camera's not pointed down enough, but um, I'm a short guy, so I can't really, I can like prop myself up, but I can't really see it that way. I love it. Thanks for wearing it. That's so super yeah. cool. Yeah. I've mm -hmm. had people say they really liked it. I even had somebody say, oh my gosh, I need to do that for my business and start selling it. Yeah. I'm saying you got to get it, got to get it in the shop. Got to get a go. Field Life sweatshirt in the shop. I got to get a and TikTok use code shop. Cooper for 20% off. <laughs> what about it? Maybe. I don't know. That would be good. Once I get that in a shop, we will definitely do that. How's that? Well, I don't know. Although if I, I think be the you're code, worth but... more than twenty percent, Cooper. Ah, that's very kind of you. Okay, we're yeah. just chit chatting now. So let's get down to business. All right. So what we are going to talk about today is our opinions. This is just our opinions on whether mm -hmm. or not we think that Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey will make it long term. Ooh, this should be a fun topic. I know. I know. I think it's a pretty cool topic, especially because we're from Kansas City. Yes. A lot of people, yeah. if you don't know, we are from Kansas City. Big yes. Chiefs fans as well. Yes. And it's really cool too, because like Travis Kelsey was just at Trader Joe's last week. Oh, the one, I didn't know. The one near your sister's house. Yeah. And uh, she was bummed she wasn't there when he was there. But apparently no one bothered him while he was at Trader Joe's, which I think is so super cool. And I think a lot of that is the Midwest and it's Kansas City. Mm -hmm. So my position, I'll just put it out there, is as a couples therapist and as someone who is an expert in relationships and sex, I think they've got the ability to make it, make it long term. All right. That's, and and what, what have you seen from the pair of them? that would give you that input, oh, you know? You're getting right into it. So, but what about you? You got an opinion I, before we start? I, I'd like to believe they can make it. Uh, I think, I, I do think they will, but I think the reason why is because Travis is nearing the end of his NFL career. I have comments on that and we'll dive into that later, but okay. I think if he was... 25 and he had seven, eight more years to go. I think it might be a little different, but because he's, I think he's 34. I think he's, he's about up there. I think it, it has a higher probability, but like I said, we'll talk about it later. All right. Okay. Yeah. I can't wait to hear more about that. I wanted to do this episode, not just because it was like trendy and popular, but because I've heard people say things like, oh, they're not going to make it. You know, they're, they're both mm -hmm. like prima donnas or, oh, look, he's already distracted at games. 
you know, because of her. And I just think that's such bullshit. And yeah, that's fair. You know, and I think there's so many people that, that want to be critical in this world and judgmental. And it's just like, just let people be, let people be. I agree. I think uh, on the critical standpoint, I think people love to watch people fail in a weird way and like to tear people down when they're not having the best of days. Exactly. Maybe that's where some of it stems from. But I think the true Taylor Swift fans want her to be happy. And so if she's happy with Travis, why not let that continue? Okay, so I have a secret I have to share. I really don't know a ton of Taylor Swift's music because, you know, I'm 61. So she really wasn't my generation per se. But when uh, everyone went to see her in concert, like you guys, Mm -hmm. all all four of my kids have talked a lot about her. Right. And as uh, in fact, weren't we sitting around recently and everybody was talking about their favorite Taylor Swift album? Yeah, that was interesting. I think so. Yeah, that was your going away dinner before you left for Chicago. Anyway, oh, yeah. so I went to see the Eras Tour movie because I just wanted to see what she's like. And I probably mm-hmm. would not have done that had she and Travis Kelsey not been dating. But mm. I was blown away by her. Absolutely blown away. So impressed with her, just her maturity, her stage presence, the way she sang, just the lyrics. I would look up the song on my phone. And and so I could read the lyrics <laughs> while she was singing. So I really understood, you know, and I think it's so cool that she sang all about all these times in her life. Coming from a musical background, I think she's just so far and above away than anyone else in the field currently from a music mm-hmm. writing standpoint. It It's going to be a really weird comparison, but I think she's this generation's like Paul McCartney, John Lennon mm-hmm. in writing songs that have impact to people. I mean, just just the other day, your brother was in town and we asked him about some of his favorite songs. And one of them was uh, A Day in the Life by the Beatles. Mm-hmm. And that's because that's such a, it's a, it's a really trippy song, but it's very uh, emotional in an odd way that's not outright emotional. And I think mm-hmm. Taylor does that with a lot of her songs. It's very... Not, oh, woe is me, but there are a lot of layers and elements to it that make people think. And so that's why that comparison with John and uh, Paul kind of come about. But I, I think she's absolutely fantastic. And it's amazing to see what she's doing at, what, the age of like 30? I don't even know how old she yeah. is. But. Yeah, I think that that's great insight. Um, I just think she's brilliant. And she's reinvented herself in several genres. And Mm -hmm. I did catch that as she was writing about just her life and all these different stories. It it wasn't like melodrama. She just was kind of putting it out there as, hey, this is fact. This is it. Right? Mm -hmm. And so I think she's so relatable to so many people, which is part of the appeal. But mm-hmm. she's she's got it all. I mean, she she really does. And she's I think she's a musical genius. And I think she's just a brilliant business person, too. And whoever she yeah. has on her team, they're pretty brilliant. And part of being good is putting the right kind of team around you. I, I completely agree. The smartest business people hire people that are smarter than them to yeah. uh, kind of run stuff. Uh, yeah. It's a little off topic. But did you ever hear about her um, her semi? trucks for her tour 
No. Like how they carry the stage. So she has two stages for when she went on tour. One of them is with Group A truck drivers and the other is with Group B. So Group A will go to New York City and set up while Group B goes to Boston and sets up. So she performs in New York and then she goes to Boston next. And while she's going to Boston, that stage is already set up. So New York goes next to DC. It's it's amazing how it's all like coordinated. yeah. It, yeah. It's the first kind of tour of it in and of itself to do that, which is just really fascinating. Gosh, that seems like that makes such sense. I mean, huh. Pink Floyd might have done it with like the wall, but I don't know. Huh. But, All right. Well, this is helpful background. Okay. Because I yes. think we're just sharing a little about what makes her tick and who she is. A thing about Taylor, as I did more research on her that I thought was really cool, that is a parallel with Travis, is I think they have really strong family values. Mm-hmm. I yeah, can see that. I think they're really connected to their family. I mean, you know, Travis does a podcast with his brother, but his mom's at the games. I mean, his mom's been on commercials with him. You can just tell they have a really good relationship. We've seen his mom yeah. in the... Uh, in the box and in, in Travis's box with Taylor hanging out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, so. I think she's a fantastic mom. And I think kind of, yeah, that core family value. I know Taylor's very close with, I don't know if she has any siblings, but very close with her parents. And it just, yeah, I think she sees that from Travis and it, you're right. It's vice versa. They just really agree and have similar family values. Yeah. So the first reason why I think they will stay together stems from that. So when you grow up in a family where you are close and connected and you have respect for your parents and a good relationship with them, you tend to have what we call secure love. There's this thing called attachment theory, and I don't want to give too much detail about this, but it really, it describes how people are in relationships with other people. Some people are securely attached, meaning they can show up and be authentic and genuinely them in the relationship, and they trust that their partner is going to be there for them. They know their partner is going to love them for who they are and accept them for who they are. And that is what you get when you grow up with a primary caregiver, typically mom, but can be dad too, that shows up for you, that is there for you, that loves you no matter what, accepts you unconditionally. And it is Mm. clear that that happened in both of those families. Mm. That's good to know. That's great insight. Yeah. Yeah. There's other ways of relating to people. Like you can be anxiously attached, meaning you need constant reassurance that the other person loves you. Um, You can also be avoidantly attached where you've been hurt so much in your life that you hold things in and you, you don't let people in and really share about yourself. You kind of keep people emotionally at an arm's length. And then there's Mm -hmm. a fourth style. That's a combination of anxious and avoidant. But I think just from observing and looking at their family environments, I would imagine they're both securely attached unless something went awry in their past relationships that made them lose their confidence in themselves. That's that's really interesting. Yeah. So that's the first reason. The second reason is I think they are both very strong leaders in their own fields. So they're in separate interests. So they're not competing Mm -hmm. in a space, but they're both leaders in what they do. So that can enable them to be able to stand on their own feet 
they can be independent, they can respect the other for their achievements and their abilities and their successes. And it's good that it's a little bit different, right? Because, you know, people who are different are more attractive to one another because they bring a lot more energy into the relationship because they Mm -hmm. have differences. Um, But because they both have already had this success, their esteem is not suffering. Like they're not going to be on this power differential where one partner is better than the other. One partner has achieved more than the other. Mm. No one's going to be needy in that relationship from that standpoint. Yeah, I could could definitely see that. And looking at some of her past relationships, I, I understand what you mean about being in the same space and competing. I think some of the people that she's been with in the past have been either musicians or actors. And so it kind of is a bit of a, I don't want to say a conflict of interest, but because she's now, this is going to sound weird, but because she's entered the sports domain, I think it's just a whole new world. And it it shows just how, when I, when I think about her past boyfriends, I don't think any of them are fun. I think they're, mm. some of them are serious. Like uh, John Mayer, um, Joe Jonas, Joe Alwyn. I'm trying to think of all Jake Gyllenhaal. Lots of J's, but they are very, very good at what they do. But super, I have to look good for the camera. And I think Travis is fine to. I mean, he's a great looking guy, and he's got a great fashion sense. But at the same time, he's okay looking out of place and he's okay with being uncomfortable. And I think that kind of lends into Taylor's um, eccentric side. And so they complement each other very well in that sense. Yeah, that's really neat. Yeah. I don't know. I think just from the video of her in Argentina and him hanging out with her dad and they had just met, I think the night before and they're, I, I don't, they're, they're hanging out during the concert and that's something I don't think you would have seen from past uh, boyfriends, maybe, but I don't know if there's been as much publicity around it. Yeah, I thought that was really neat. Um, was that the same tour where she ran off the stage into his arms? Yeah, I think that was the same concert, yeah. Yeah, that was so sweet to see. And you could just see the look on her face. She just lit up. She's so excited mm-hmm. to see him. I mean, I think that's yeah, so no, special. I, yeah, I don't think I've seen that with any other like partner she's had. I really don't. And I think Travis is, like I said, okay with being, it's cool to be like yourself. And I think Travis is a hundred percent Travis. He's not 50% Travis and 50%. Oh, I got to look cool for the camera. He's whatever he wants to be that day, which is Travis Kelsey, which is fantastic. I love that. Yes. He is extraordinarily confident. And I think she is too. Right. Mm -hmm. But he is. So this leads me to another point. They're both very strong people. Okay. That they have big personalities and some people say, no, that that's bad. Okay. Some people have said, Mm -hmm. oh, they'll never stay together because they're both, you know, have these big personalities. But actually I, I think that that's a good thing for these two. I really do. Yeah. Because they're both really confident in themselves and secure in themselves. Right. No, I agree. And I I think that lends itself more to the fact that Taylor can go to a game of Travis's and support him 
and not have to be the main character. And then when Travis goes to her concert, she's the main character. And so it's a nice give and take in the relationship. I do think with her past boyfriends, it's always been 50-50 battles between Mm -hmm. the two. But I think Travis is more than happy to take a step back and realize, this is going to sound odd, but just how much of a megastar she is compared to him. And I mean, she is a monolith compared to him in a in a global uh, fandom sense. Exactly. And I think just from what I've observed, he appears to really respect her for her talents and for who she is as a person. And part of that respect is his desire to to give her privacy, right? To modify their dating so that she has the privacy she needs. And even, what was the comment? She doesn't talk in between concerts because she's got to save her voice. And he's okay with that. He's, mm-hmm. He doesn't need her to complete him. She doesn't need him to complete her either. Some people, like when I work with some couples, I use this analogy of an oxygen tank, like you're scuba diving. You each have your own oxygen okay. tank, right? But in some relationships, your partner is your oxygen tank. And that can be very unhealthy because you become so needy that you need that person to function. You need that person to be whole, to to be happy. And that's not true of these two. I think they have such success in their own right, but also such respect for one another that they're able to show up in the way they need to for the other in the relationship. So it's not as much about them as they're focused on the other and what the other needs. Like Travis is definitely not focused on what he needs. He's trying to model things and show up for her to deliver what she needs in the relationship. Right. I I think that's completely true. And I think a good example of it is he was asked after a game at a press conference if Taylor would be at the next game. And he said, hey, I don't want to speak about my like personal life. Like You can, you can make your assumptions, but I'm not going to talk about it. And I think that just shows that if they were to break up tomorrow, Taylor would still be Taylor and Travis would still be Travis. Like They wouldn't change dramatically because of it. I mean, Taylor would probably write a great album because of it. But <laughs> at the end of the day, they'd still be Travis and Taylor. And I think that just shows how confident they are in what type of person and who they are, that mm-hmm. they are able to be themselves with and without uh, their partner there. Yeah, I think you're so true. Um, I, I just really admire how he has respected her privacy mm-hmm. because I can't imagine what it's like to be so popular and you're trying to live your life and everybody wants to be around you. Everybody wants to get their picture taken with you. Everybody wants to interrupt your life. And didn't he buy out a restaurant recently so that they could just have prime on the plaza. There you go. Yeah, Great restaurant. Yeah. But, but I love that. I mean, and obviously he's got the money. He can do that, but in a way that was, him knowing her well enough to know what she needed in order to feel safe and have a good time. Right. Yeah. No. And I I think he's more than willing to accommodate to that. And I I think she is too. Like she's, I I don't really know if there's been a, well, she's obviously not going to cancel a tour and Travis isn't going to move a game 
just so right, she right. could be there or they could see each other. But I think they're both accommodating to the other's um, like careers. Yeah. yeah. And emotionally healthy and good partners are attuned to the other. They know what they need, how they're feeling. They check in with them. And so they are able to show up for their partners in the way their partners need them. And so mm. I think we're seeing evidence of that, you know, with them. So the next point is if we think about what most couples fight about, they fight about money, they fight about sex, and they fight about family. Okay. And sometimes they okay. have really bad communications, but those are the things they really fight about. I don't think they're going to be fighting about money. I, I hope not. I hope not. I think we can just take that one right off the table. Are they going to fight about family? No, it doesn't I, appear that way. It appears like they both no. think highly of family and that's a value to both of them and, and they're going to live that out, right? Mm -hmm. That their families are important. It'd be different mm -hmm. if family was important to one and not the other. And so then sex, are they going to fight about sex? I don't know. I think their sex would be pretty hot if I'm going to make a guess, but I could be wrong. Hey, you never know. And I guess we, we will never know. You know, we, I hope and we, we never should never out. know, right? Right. But I would right. just imagine that the two of them together are going to be able to have a uh, a very mutually pleasurable sex life. And my last reason, so they're both mm -hmm. killer dancers. And what better reason do you need? No, I'm kind of joking, but they are both great dancers. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Travis does have some moves. Now that I think about he it, does he scores have a touchdown. Moves. Does have yeah. some good moves. Mm -hmm. He does. He does. Yeah. So I, I'm gunning for him. I hope they make it. I think it's going to be really hard. And I think there are going to be a lot of critical people, judgmental mm -hmm. people out there. But man, I, I hope they make it. It's just been so fun to watch the two of them together. I agree. I, I hope they have a, a place in New York and a place in Nashville and a place in Kansas City. And they're able to uh, like make it work. I, I do think once Travis kind of comes to the end of his football career, he'll become an analyst of some type. Mm -hmm. And I think that's going to have a lot less pressure on him because he could just be 100% himself where he doesn't have to upkeep his body, I think, with mm -hmm. the NFL. And I think that's going to lend a lot towards the relationship. and. I mean, Taylor's had 10 albums, nine albums. So I bet she's going to want to take a break soon and mm. they can really like spend some quality time together. Not that they aren't currently, but just feels like there's so many things going on and distractions with the season and tour. Yeah. You had said early on um, that you thought this was probably the right time with this being mm -hmm. the end of his career. I think it also might be the right time for both of them because they have been through a number of relationships and they probably have a much better idea now of what they really want and what they really right. need in a partner. And they're mm -hmm. not willing I, I, to, to sacrifice that. Right. And I think where I come from with Travis being older and near the end of his career, I feel like if he was 24, 25, he'd still want to be proving himself as who he is and what type of person he is. And I, I don't know his relationship history, 
as well as Taylor's because it's not as publicized. But I feel like they both know who they are now and they don't need to figure that out based on the type of people they're with. And so him being at the career end of his career is more of a metaphor for where he's at in his life as well. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think that's very insightful. I think that that maturity he has at this point is probably one of the things that allows him to take a bit of a backseat to her and Mm -hmm. let her take center stage. Right. You know, I think about that with, with your stepdad, with my husband, Jerry, because he does that all the time with me. Like he feels like it's my time to shine now and he's willing Mm -hmm. to be that support person and let me take the credit for things and have that opportunity to shine. And it means a lot to me that he does that. Yeah, no, that's great. Any other thoughts on the two of them? I don't think so. find it funny that Travis's number is 87 and Taylor's favorite number is 13. So they are 100% themselves uh, in a sense. (laughs) Did you make that up or did you see that somewhere? I just thought, I thought about it earlier today and I thought, wow, it's actually kind of funny how that works. I mean, someone's probably got that online somewhere. I don't know. You're so clever. I don't know about that. I I really hope they make it. And I'd love to see it. Um, I hope they don't, if they do break up, I hope they don't do it during the NFL season because we need Travis for the Super Bowl. (laughs) Yeah, no, I I, I love them and I I hope it works. Yeah. Yeah, I do too. I've never been a fangirl of anyone or really been too much into celebrities, but man, I hope they make it. I hope they go all the way. There you go, mom. There you go. That's a good one. There we go. So there we have it. We did it. We talked about all of it. Thanks so much for coming today, Cooper. Yeah, no, thanks for having me. It was a fun topic to talk about. And it was. Yeah, no, I don't I don't think there's anything else to add. I'm trying to think. No. Well, I love having you here. And so selfishly, I love any time I get to spend with you because I think you're an amazing human and I love you. But I also get a lot of really positive feedback from people about you. Out of out of Heather's four kids, I am by far the smartest. So that's just to paraphrase what she said. Yeah, no, he's, um, he's pimping me to say he's my favorite because that's what he always pimps me to say. I, hey, I only <laughs> tell you to tell the truth. And at the end of the day, kind of, that's what I, uh, I want. I love you, Cooper. Honestly. I love you too, Mom. I love you. <laughs> All right, bud. Will you have an awesome day? Say hi to your wonderful wife. Give her a kiss for me. Maybe give her a little I, more. I, oh my God, I will. From you, not me. <laughs> No, it just sounded weird. Like give it did more. sound weird. You know but what hey, I mean? I'll let it roll. Why cut that? Anyway. So okay. again, thanks so much for being here, Cooper. It was great to talk about this with you. Thank you, mom. It was great being with you too. All right. Take care. I miss you already. Bye. Thanks for joining us today. If you found this episode to be helpful, please share it with someone else who might enjoy it. And Hey, if you're curious and want to learn more about sex toys, I have a new course that explains all about them coming out on December 11th. You'll be able to find information about it on my website, lovefilledlife.com. Take care, and I'll see you next time.